I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Welcome to Be the Light with Pastor Zakir Robinson. In this show, I'm interviewing my husband, my best friend, and what I want to do is we wanted to talk about freedom. What areas are you not free in? If you want to hear a little bit more about that, please listen in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Freedom. Freedom. Welcome to everybody to Be The Light. Today, I'm going to be introducing my husband once again to the show. Hey, how we doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is Pastor Eric Robinson and Pastor Zachia Robinson. And today we want to talk about freedom because there are so many people that we come in contact with that is not free in a lot of different areas in their life. And um, God has given us, um, not just given us, but he has blessed us to work in the deliverance ministry. And anybody that know when you're working with people that needs freedom from spirits and just trauma and hurt and pain. That does not always tend to happen so easily. Um, so I know I had to be free in areas of my life. What's an area in your life where you had to become free in? Um, just free from and being so introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, had to speak up more for myself and, um, you know, just things that I went through in, in my childhood. I realized that it would hinder relationships going forward. So, um, you know, as I, as I begin to examine the scriptures and, getting that sh- that help from our spiritual leadership, then it, it helped me to see that there was things that I need to be free from that I didn't know I need to be free from. <laughs> so. Right. Almost go back to when we're at um, those hope weekends. And mm-hmm. It says that, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and yep. one of the things that I know that I had to become free was in my mind, which is still something that, you know, I, it's a daily thing that you have to work with. And I know a lot of people, they have like tormenting thoughts or just thoughts from their past, like trauma and hurt and rejection. That's a big one that we face when it comes mm-hmm. to um, deliverance is people being rejected um, just from like parents and especially parents. I think that's like one of the biggest ones, right? Yep. And yep. so a lot of people, they they talk about how they've been rejected starting from like pretty much like birth and in a lot of ages that we hear is from the age of two. And so they go into their adult life with all of these emotions and baggage literally just coming from one thing called rejection. Um And so moving forth, I just wanted to talk about freedom because we want you to be free, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually free. Um, And one of the things that came up in my mind when I was thinking about freedom was like the the road that I literally had to take to get there, because this is not something that just happens overnight Um, in Romans seven. 12 and we're going to be reading me and my husband's going to tag team this um in this scripture because it's pretty long but i wanted to bring it out to the forefront of it but it says romans 7 12 through 25 but still the law itself is holy and its commands are holy and right and good but how can that be did the law which is good cause my death of course not sin used what was good to bring about my condemnation to death so we can see how a so we can see how terrible sin really is. It uses God's good commands for its own evil purposes. And I want to stop there because you see that a lot right now. Mm-hmm. You see where something that was so innocent, 
you know, such as let's just say the rainbow in the sky. What is the purpose of the rainbow in the sky? It was put there to show us that God's promise to never flood the earth. But what did the world do? It went and polluted that. Is there anything that come to your mind um, that God meant for good, but then the enemy, he took it for for bad? Well, um, you know, the Bible said in the last days, good will be evil and evil will be good. Mm -hmm. So um, and we know that anything that is derailed from its purpose is perverted. So the opposite of purpose is perversion. And um, that's what the enemy does. He takes it and twists it a little bit, just like he did in the Garden of Eden. Right. And um and here we are, you know, and um that's when curses are introduced. Um people um you know operating under uh malfunctioning uh mindsets and 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 this is the result that we get. So um so yeah, it all kind of lines up together when with this scripture, you know, we see this in our today and today's day, you know, mm-hmm. what's happening. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and even when I was a, I'll call myself a, when I was an immature <laughs> Christian, you know, coming in, you know, don't really have a relationship with God, just coming in and you hear somebody say something and you're trying to combat it with something of, of the world. And it's like, what? That don't even make sense. You know, just thinking back on some of the things that I said and done, it's like, where did I get that from? <laughs> it was literally came from a carnal mindset. Um, so we're going to continue reading this verse 14. It says, and so the trouble is not with the law. For it's a for it's is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. And so that's basically saying like our spirit is good, but unfortunately we have this flesh, we have this body, we have these wants and these desires that wants to do the opposite of God. And sometimes we allow what we want overcome and trumpet what God wants. Um, I know that that's a hard one for a lot of people because, you know, when you're in the world and you're doing things that you want to do, you, you're not really thinking about what the repercussions of that's going to be. It's just one of the things that you're living day to day doing what you want to do. But when you become um, a believer, you come to have a relationship with God, you, you're saved now. Now what you're having to do is second guess some of the things that you're doing because it's like, hold on, should I be doing this? You know, what does God's word say about that? You have to check it against what God wants you to do. And not just that, but there may be people that's dealing with addictions. You know, you have people mm-hmm. that's dealing with temptations and those things do not just erase easily, especially when you have built a habit of doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the, the, the scripture uh, kind of highlights that Romans seven eleven talks about for sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceive me and by it slew me. And um, also in James 1, 13 through 15, it talks about let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust have conceived, it brings forth sin and sin when it is finished, bring forth death. And, um, you know, that's the, that's the snare that we all take. You know, we take this bait that the enemy uh, puts out there. And once we once we take that that fruit, you know, um, now we're now we're on the road to destruction. And um, mm-hmm. and if we stay on that road, it will ultimately uh, birth death. You know, um, I've seen I've seen like even myself before before Christ, you know, there was things that I was doing that, um, you know, almost shit wrecked me. Mm-hmm. But thank God I got off that road. 
Um, but but that's how it is. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like empty calories. It's like eating a donut. You know, you can never have enough <laughs> of them. It just you just yeah. always crave it, but you're never satisfied. Wow. And, um, you know, that's 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 the uh, the type of bait that the enemy puts out there to ultimately um, get us off track with God so that we won't be a threat to his kingdom and he can win more souls um, for his kingdom. And, and that's essentially how this cycle works. Yeah, that's because a lot of like you said, it feels good. It looks good, mm -hmm. you know, and it's the thing is, it's for the moment. But especially when it comes to people with an addiction, it's like it, it feels good for that moment. But eventually you're going to need it again. Um, and that can be with with for me, it was coffee, something so simple. I had an addiction to coffee and it was a struggle for me to literally stop this one thing. And you may say, well, coffee's not in the Bible. It doesn't say that you need to stop drinking coffee. No, but the spirit of God told me that I need to because it was a temptation for me and not just a temptation, but it was an addiction for me. Like I could smear, smell coffee and literally want it, even though I had no need for it. Or this one thing I really realized at this point was when I had a problem with when I would make the coffee, but I wouldn't drink it. It was the habit of me making it. And it would just sit there and I'm like, why did I even make this? Like, I'm not about to drink it. Like, I don't need it. And so this one weekend, I literally drunk nothing but coffee, cup after cup after cup. And I realized on that Monday, like I haven't had any water. And so that's exactly what it does. If, if, it, if you're addicted to something, it just happens. And then one day you're going to wake up like, especially if you're asking God to take something away, because that's what I was praying to God. I was like, God, I know that this is an issue. And I know now that I'm addicted to coffee and I need you to take the desires away because this is something that I cannot do myself. And let me tell you one day. I woke up and I had no desires for it. And I even told my husband, I was just like, I, I don't have the desire for coffee. And then I'm like, I'm on day two. I still don't have a desire for coffee. I'm on day three. And look up, I think I'm like about a month in. So this is fairly new for me, just to let you know that when you're taking this walk with God and you're trying to be free from whatever area in your life, you're going to always be working towards something. Even when you are a mature Christian, even when you're um, an immature Christian, like a babe in Christ, like we all have something that God is working on us with. Maybe it's patience. Maybe it's understanding. Maybe it's being able to have sympathy for someone. Um, and so I just want to encourage you that if you're going through something like that, you know, something similar, or you're just like, man, I just feel like I can't get over these desires. I want you to understand, start being honest with God. God, I don't want to give this up. Um, I don't have a desire to give it up, but I know it's needed in order for me to pursue you even the more. I, I know it's needed for me to hear from you um, and begin to ask him to take the desire away. Yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of times it's just what we're allowing to reign. Mm. You know, is it sin or is it um, righteousness? And really, it, it goes back to the situation with the spirit, the soul and the flesh and Whatever the soul chooses to went to to rule is where is is where it's gonna cause the most effect. Um, so even like it, Paul is just basically explaining, you know, the science behind how this stuff is working, and he's he's describing it from his personal experience, and he's trying to figure out, you know, this law that is operating in him. Um, and, and that's kind of like what we battle with before we understand, you know, how this works. We, you know, we get saved, 
We get baptized with the Holy Spirit. And now um, the Bible tells us to renew our mind daily. But um, the thing is, if we don't if we don't know the word of God or we haven't been rehearsing it in our spirit, man, then how will we know what to choose? You know, what's me and what's not me? What you know, um, and this is really is really a, a a picture of the battle of the two natures, you know, the nature of God in you versus the old nature that is in you. And uh, every day in order for us to die, we have to choose God. We have to choose righteousness over what flesh wants. Mm -hmm. And that's the tug of war battle that we're always going to have um, until we meet Christ. And that's when the discipline and the principles of the word of God come into play. And we're always trying to partner with the Holy Spirit to subdue this flesh so that God can reign and he can continue his mission in our life that we may be able to receive the rewards mm -hmm. at the end of our life. So so that's what um, I'm starting to see, like this battle that Paul is describing kind of manifest itself. Right. So I want you to listen to this. Verse 15. I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. And that is exactly how it feels when you are doing sin. You know, like you're trying to do what's right, but something keeps pulling you back. And you're like, what is this pulling me back? Like, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm reading God's word. I'm going down to the altar getting prayer. I'm letting God know, like, I can't do this on my own, but there's something on the inside of me that is causing me to still do this thing. Um, and I realized for myself and also, you know, my husband, we both went through um, deliverance ourselves. And after we have gotten and received deliverance, it was one of them things where we began to feel free in so many different areas of our life. Um, and, you know, for me, I went through, I had a lot of trauma that I had to get broken off. But at the end of the day, it's our it's, it's our choice. Number one, we have a choice. We have a choice to, to do what God wants us to do or don't. But it's our choice to get healed. Um, and it's one of the things that once you receive your healing, you become free in a lot of different areas of your life. And then you'll be realizing like it's easier to walk the walk with God. Amen. Um, Romans kind of highlights this too. Romans 12 and 9, it says, let love be without dismulation Abhear that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. And then Hebrews highlights the same thing and says that thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Um, so this this right here is a picture of um you know, this this right here is just all it does is leads us back to the cross. We got to carry. This is the part where it talks about to carry your cross. You know, um, the 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 Bible talks about how there's um, I think this is Doug, Doug Apple's uh, favorite <laughs> verse um, laying, uh, um, laying aside every weight of sin that so easily beset us. And, um, you know, there's distractions. There are different sins that that would try to trap us and. We have to we have to deny the flesh, deny what without the passions of this flesh, what we want for what Christ want. Yeah. Right. And Amen. once we do that, once we choose that, that's when you engage. That's when the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace begins to uh, activate. And now you have power to overcome the flesh because you have consciously made that decision that, no, I choose love. I choose I, ch I choose love over lust. And that's the difference. You know, um, it's about um, love. You know, the Bible says that Christ said that if you love me, 
you'll keep my commandments. Mm. So the way we prove that is what we choose when we are being uh, approached in this situation. And it's no different from when Jesus went into the wilderness four days and 40 nights and he was being tempted by Satan. And Satan used, it, used the thing that he was using, which was the word of God. And the way that God, the way that Jesus showed his love to Father God was him choosing righteousness, the word of God to combat what the flesh would love to be glorified for. And that's the same decision we have to make on a day to day basis. So. Um, so, yeah. And I think the strong and I think the more we make those de those decisions towards righteousness, the less of a of a hold the flesh will have on us. Mm. Um, and, and also if you partner with, with, uh, fasting and praying too, yeah. that just makes it even more, uh, more of a reality for you. Yeah. I want to, since you just spoke about, um, fasting, um, and praying, because like God said, some things, you know, some spirits can't be casted out unless you pray and fast. And I actually just recently experienced, you know, just myself being delivered within different areas of my life through praying and fasting. Um, which means you're going to have to tell your flesh to get behind you <laughs> because yeah. your flesh is not going to want to go without food for a whole day or two days or however long God tells you to fast for. You're going to start having cravings. You're going to start to want certain things that you haven't had in a while, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Y'all, I do not like PJs, <laughs> but when I'm mm -hmm. fasting, I'm like, man, that was sure that I could eat one of those right now, like two of them. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. people begin to like literally call you out of the blue saying, hey, you want to go have um, coffee? You want to go do this? You want to go... Um, um, have lunch it's on me it's like no I don't <laughs> it's like I haven't heard from you in like two weeks and now you want to call me so or you show up to the office and it's food for um the staff today and it's like dang I can't even eat it today and so it's one of the things where that's when you know you are on your your way to where God is trying to take you when you have these different um temptations and things trying to arise during your fast yeah um I think a good barometer is if you know that you're losing power over your flesh, then it's time for a fast. Mm -hmm. And that's usually yes. what happens with me. Like, um, I would know like, okay, uh, my flesh is kind of rising a little bit more. I'm not as, I'm not as, uh, patient like I'm, like I used to be. Okay. I need to go back to fasting to subdue the flesh even the more. Mm -hmm. And then now you're back in alignment where the spirit of God can have full reign. Yes. So, um, as you become more seasoned, you'll start to notice those patterns and you'll be able to, to get back on track with uh keeping the flesh subdued so let's let's jump back in verse 16 it says but if i know that what i am doing is wrong this shows that i agree that the law is good so i am not the the one the one doing wrong it is sin living in me that does it and i know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature i i want to do what is right but i can't verse 19 says that i want to do what is good but i don't I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't do, what if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. Mm -hmm. I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I'm, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love I love God's law with all my heart, but there's another power within me that is at war with my mind. So, um, and the completion of that verse is this power makes me a slave to sin that is, that is still within me. So, uh, the picture I get is like, um, when, when you're, when you're presented with an opportunity mm -hmm. to choose, um, 
you know, God is there and here's Satan and here's the, the nature, uh, uh, the sinful nature that, that is there too. It's almost like, uh, it reminds me of when they were talking about in the, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, when they were talking about how, uh, Jacob and Esau came out. It said that, he held the ankle of his brother said, no, nah, you going out. I'm going out, too. We're both the firstborn, you know, so, and that's the same. That's the same way that this happens mm-hmm. when you're being presented with an opportunity to choose life or death. Uh, sin is there, too. It's like, no, I'm here, too. You know, you're going to you're going to choose me just as much. You're going to choose righteousness. And, and, and we just all have to make that conscious decision. And really, that takes discipline. That takes asking God for more grace, especially in areas that you're weak in. And um, and this is something that you're going to have to discover in yourself. You have to become more aware of, of what happens when you are in these uh, tempted situations. You know, either you're going to choose God or you're going to choose uh, uh, flesh or, or, or Satan and what the pressures of this world um, is trying to um, cause you to, to do. Yeah, it's definitely a choice. Um, every day is a choice, you know. And the thing is, is that we have been given grace (laughs) and mercy, you know, to start over when we mess up. Um, But we don't want to just mess up on purpose and say, oh, I can just ask for forgiveness. How many times have you heard that? Um, Like, oh, I can do this, but tomorrow I can just ask for forgiveness. And it's like you when you ask for forgiveness, okay, you have to really mean it with your heart, because when you're saying that you're saying that I am trying to change what is going on, this very thing that I that I'm doing that I don't want to do. I'm trying to change it. Um, so everyone's going to experience that at some point in your walk with Christ. But what it's going to do is going to strengthen you and it's going to put you in a different position with God to where, OK, I notice I can't change this thing that I'm trying to change. I'm going to have to humble myself. I'm going to have to fast. I'm going to have to get before God and I'm going to have to let him do a work with inside of me. And then you have some people that are um, they ha- they have spirits on the inside of them. That's not of God, you know, demonic spirits that's on the inside. And those are the type of things where you possibly need deliverance. You know, if you know that mm-hmm. you're dealing with something and you're like, you know what? Anger. Let's, let's just talk about that briefly, because you see a lot of road rage. You see people that's angry. And they're like, I just couldn't control it. it. It was out of control. I could not control it. It was happening. And there was nothing I can do about it. As if you're watching yourself react a certain way. That is the type of things that the scripture is talking about. Because it's like you're trying not to do the sin. You're trying not to do the wrong. But yet it's present on the inside of you. Um, but the good news is, is that Jesus came to set us free from these things. The good news is, is that you can lay this at his feet and say, Here, God, here's my anger. Here, God, here's my sin. Here, God, here's whatever I'm dealing with on the inside, my stress, my depression, my anxiety. Here's the things that I'm laying at your feet because I can't do this anymore. It's starting to control my life. It's starting to torment torment me in my mind. Um, We have to be honest with ourselves. And even when I'm doing um, coaching with people, that's one of the things is like you in order for you to realize that there's a problem. You have to admit that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. You have to admit that there is something going on. It's, it's easy to say, like, I see everything what's wrong with you. But do you see it? Because if you don't see it, there's going to be no change. Hey Amen. I, I agree with that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where um, you got to hate sin. And yes. when you hate sin, you will always choose the way of escape mm-hmm. no matter what. And, um, and, and that's the, dis- you know, some of us need to ask God to rid us of the appetites, rid us of the lifestyle and, and rid us of the habits because, um, you know, this is truly what your heart wants. And until we get to that place of being desperate and want to be free, 
we will only continue to carry on the same patterns. Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's really all about depending on the spirit of God. That's God wants us to ultimately just to depend on him for everything and trust him for everything and just be obedient because he is the one that is going to keep us from being taken captive or compromised in, in our uh, in our temple uh, from from these uh, snares that, that the enemy has set up. And we know that he is there to kill, steal and destroy. So in order for us to stay in the love of God, we got to make sure that we're obeying the spirit of God when he's giving us specific instructions that's that uh, is unique for us. Um, and, you know, just to um, just to uh, cross reference a lot of this, Paul goes on and he talks about um, there. There's things that is is good. Everything is lawful, but everything is not expedient. So meaning that there may be things that is good for my wife to in, in certain atmospheres, but it's not right. good for me because it's considered a stumbling block for me. So it's best that I know myself and I know that the best way that I can uh, glorify God is to keep myself away from these things. Um, you know, some of us where we go, we, we may have to 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 take a step back from those things. Some of us where we the way we use our hands, we may have to eliminate certain things because the Bible says that it's better for us to go without an eye or, or without a hand and to enter heaven than it is to have both and to go into hell. So uh, we got to really reflect on what are these things that we are entertaining or finding ourselves in certain atmospheres that are ultimately uh, causing us to, to derail from the faith or, or to be lukewarm in the faith. Mm-hmm. Number 24 says, oh, what a miserable person I am. And I want to stop there really quick because when you know you're doing wrong, and especially when you're trying to walk with God, you become miserable for continuing to do the same thing. Um, especially when we're doing deliverance with people, you can tell like they are miserable. They are not mm-hmm. happy. They are being like, like I don't know, tormented. <laughs> you can just see it all over their face. And I remember this one girl that um, I had did deliverance for, and when she went through it, um, she went from looking stressed, depressed, suicidal to at the end of it, she was joyful, happy, free. She said she can hear herself think again. I mean, it was a complete turnaround. And I literally saw it from what her face looked like. She didn't even have to tell me what she was feeling. And so when people are into sin so deep, um, regardless of whatever it is, and you're trying to get free from it, we want you to continue to push through because we don't want you in a miserable state. And then going on with this scripture, it says, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise God. And then it says, so you so you see how it is in my mind. I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. And so what just hit my spirit is you're going to either be a sin to um, to sin or you're going to be a slave to God, um, which is righteousness. Which one are you choosing right now? What is it that you're currently going through within your own self that you're like, you know what? Yeah, I need to be freed in certain areas of my life. This is the time where you begin to really think about that because you need to be free. Freedom. You know, it's all about being free. That is why he came was to set the captives free. Amen. Um, Hebrews 12 and 15 says it this way. See to it that no one falls short of God's grace, that no root of resentment springs up and causes trouble 
and by it many be defiled mm. so um we gotta be better watchmen over our temples what we're allowed um and our gates our eye gates our ear gates mm-hmm. uh, what comes out of our mouth what we're feeding ourselves because that is going to ultimately either promote the kingdom or it's going to kill our witness we're not going to be as effective when it comes to winning souls and to uh, snatch these people out of the fire right so uh we got to make sure that we're not polluting our temples with these things and i want to just uh just leave you with this principle this is the principle of release and uh the process of being demonically bound um this is this is usually how it works you start off with a fence and then offense trans translates to disappointment and then it goes from disappointment to resentment and then from resentment to unforgiveness and then from unforgiveness to bitterness and then from bitterness to witchcraft and then after that what happens um you know, now you're bound, you ha- you're bound with spirits inside of you, you're demonized. And now you are trying to figure out how did I get here? Where did I go wrong? And how can I get back? And that's when the Lord comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest, the, the way of escape to eliminate all of this is what Jesus did, mm-hmm. right? He got on the cross and he said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. We got to always choose the way of maturity and to choose the way of peace. And that reminds me of what Isaac did when they were, um, when, um, when he was when there was a famine and Isaac was was digging wells and the people of the city began to uh, to to be bitter or, or or had some resentment about Isaac. They they caused him to move to like five to six different wells, but he did not entertain what they were doing to him. Even the king was doing the same. He did not entertain it, but he always chose the way of love. And that's what and it seems hard, but it only it only uh, requires us to depend on the power of the of the of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit, for us to be able to perform this righteous act uh, when these pressures hit our life. So always choose the way of escape so that you won't be bound up and caught up with the snares of the enemy. Yeah. One thing that I did and so that I can um, find out like how Jesus responded was I studied the book of Matthew um, because it talks about his walk. It talks about his birth. It talks about his life. And if we're supposed to be, be the examples of what Jesus Christ was, then what better way is it to study his life? And so when I began to study um, Matthew, it's like a light came on. I began to see like how he responded to people that criticized him, how he responded to people that beat him, how he responded to people that lied on him. Like he is the perfect example. He went through every single thing that you would ever face. Okay. And a lot of people are facing rejection, hurt, pain, um, which is all of the same things that he faced. And so if you're going through those struggles, you're going through different things right now, I encourage you, you know, to start pulling out your word, begin to um, read the book of Matthew. I literally talked to a woman today and she's um in her 40s and she was just saying how you know this is new to her in her 40s this is new to her but like I told her it does not matter it doesn't matter where you start I'm just glad you're starting before it's too late (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and she's just like you know she don't know scripture she doesn't she does she have not read the bible before like that only maybe a few times and so this is new to her um but the thing is it does not matter it don't matter where you start it just matter that you start and that you finish your race. You pick up your cross um, that, you know, especially your cross for your journey, because all of us is headed somewhere um, and all of our journeys are going to look different. You know, 
our journey is is the journey to deliverance, you know, deliverance and inner healing and and ministering to people and uh, marriage coaches. And so, but your journey may look a little bit different. And so in order to get tied into what your journey is, it's time to begin to get connected with the father. Once you're connected with the father, now you're going to be able to know what your purpose is here. Amen. Amen. And um, even with the story about Paul and what he was writing, he was writing that from jail. So he was Mm -hmm. already in a uh, in a position of being locked up. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where he's at the end of his race and, you know, he was writing letters out to the churches that he had planted. And, um, you know, and. You know, just imagine being locked up and still trying to live the righteous life. You know, right. every day is still a battle. What are you going to choose? You're going to choose uh, life or you're going to choose death. You know, how would you finish your race? Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's about. So, um, so I like um, that. how would you finish your race? Amen. So yes. um, love is the way of escape. Always choose the way of love. Um, if there's if you need uh, any healing and deliverance, seek out those things. Some things are beyond praying and fasting. Some some things are are inside of you that needs to be uh, to, to be delivered. And salvation is another word for deliverance. You know, when you got delivered from your past lifestyle, uh, how did you think that happened? It all began with the power of God and God intervening in your life and beginning to change your nature. The right. way you was before is a complete different way you are now. And that's the power of God. And that's how he works every time. So uh, embrace the power of God and reject the flesh. And and you will begin to see the power of God manifest in your life. Amen. Can you close us out with a prayer for that? Amen. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for those who have who have come across, Lord God, this 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 audio, Lord God, or this video, Lord God. And we ask right now, Lord God, that you begin to minister to your people, Lord. We dispatch your angels that are assigned to deliverance, Lord God. Yes, those Lord. that are bound, Lord God, that are sick in body, Lord God. Whatever it is, Lord God, we ask, Father God, that you will begin to minister to them, Lord God. That you will 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 find them in their situation. We ask that you will meet them where they are, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, that you will set the captives free, Lord God, mm-hmm. that you will heal the brokenhearted, that you will mend, that you will mend the brokenhearted, Lord God, and you will heal those, Lord God, who are plagued with, with diseases and sicknesses, Lord God. And we ask right now, Lord God, we pray for those who are mentally bound. We ask, Lord God, that you will set them free like you said, the, the man who had the, the legion, Lord God, and you said that he was in his right mind, Lord God. We ask that you would deliver them, Lord God, and, and, and cause them to come back into their right minds, Lord God. And Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you will equip your people, even the more cause them to see as they read their word, Lord God, that they will begin to see the re- to, to, to receive the keys, Lord God, to their exit, Lord God, or whatever it is that yes. they may be, be be bound in, Lord God, and that you will cause them, Lord God, to grow and to go from glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. And so by chance, if anyone literally missed any of this show and you came in midway and was like, I really want to hear the beginning of this, please feel free to check out the YouTube where you can actually see us where we recorded this live. Um, and you can check out the YouTube with my name, Zachia Robinson, and the link which should be in the um, description above the Wave 94, um, in which you're listening to it on um, 94.1. And so if you want someone to do deliverance, inner healing, you need coaching to set your goals, you need someone to help guide you in the direction 
direction you need to be going, please don't hesitate to reach out to me um, through my website, which is be the light.live. Again, that is be the light.live. And until next time, be blessed and see you on the next show. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer chained. I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be the Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit be the live. Again, that is be the live. And you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed. My name.